because when I look at the different stages in the book of Hebrews, if you would flip over to me, uh, go a little bit further over to the 23rd chapter, I would just try to attempt quickly to show you five stages of what I'm talking about. And the Lord used the life of Moses to bring clarity to this for me. And uh, that's Hebrews, uh, the same chapter, 11 chapter, and the 23rd verse. We're just skipping over to the 23rd verse. And I'm going to read it in the Amplified Bible, and I want you to see this. It says, prompted by faith, Moses, after his birth, was kept concealed for three months by his parents because they saw how calmly the child was, and they were not overawed and terrified by the king's decree. Prompted by faith, he is born Prompted by faith, he is in existence, there is purpose on his life, but that purpose is still concealed. So you go through the first stage of the faith of God when there is an assignment that have been uh, designed for your life. The first stages of moving into this level of faith is it's supposed to be concealed. People are supposed to disrespect it because they don't know who you are. So you can't go around trying to convince everybody, the Lord, he got it, because they're not going to believe you no way. Because it is a process that you're supposed to go through where you are ignored. You are being told that you are crazy. It is the place where, where you're supposed to look like you just the usher in the church, but you a prophet in training. You're supposed to look like you just a choir member that's singing in the choir, but you're really called to be an evangelist across the country. You're just supposed to look like you're an armor bearer for the man of God, but for real, for real, you have a missions assignment across the waters. So you have to go through that point where your identity is concealed for a purpose because timing is everything. And you can have faith for something and come and watch this. You can have faith for something and you can believe it, but you can move out of your timing. How do you know that I'm moving out of my timing when I try to convince people who I am? The Bible said my gift will make room for me. I don't have to, I don't have to push because when your time comes, the doors just open. The same people that ignored you will be inviting you to the front row. I've seen it happen before because as your faith assignment come to the level of maturity it will begin to carve a path for your direction lord jesus your job is just to keep believing what god said you are to become you don't have to pave the way your faith will do that Woo, jesus jesus calm down the next your faith assignment is you're aroused. And the Bible said here, aroused by faith, Moses, when he had grown to maturity and become great, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Lord Jesus. Can I just, can I stop right there? When your faith have been aroused, meaning when you have digested the word of the Lord to the level that your faith is, is at equal measurement. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I mean by that. Uh, yesterday, I said this to some people. I said, I said, you know what? I said, um, when the United States gets ready to um, print money, 
you know, it, 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 it's bigger than them just, you know, getting some paper and sticking it in a machine and turning the color green and putting a number on this is a 50, this is a 20. They have to print the dollar amount on the paper. The paper is validated because of the gold that backs up the paper. If they print the paper and they have no currency to back it up, it is counterfeit. Okay. So it is the same thing. There has to be the same measure of currency in gold before they print the money or the money is counterfeit. It's the same thing with your faith. If the word of the Lord is not to the same level of the assignment that you're going to, if you go out of season, you're counterfeit. Good Lord have mercy. And that's why you have to begin to build yourself up in the word so that when it's time for you to throw faith, you can't throw faith unless you know the word. The level of faith you throw is the word that you know. Oh, yes. I just said something right there. So some of us are saying, well, why is it that, you know, it's taken so long and it ain't came to pass yet. And it ain't, and it ain't because God doesn't function on your emotions. He functions on his word. He said, I will accomplish that which I send my word to do. It shall prosper in the thing. Where do I send it? So if the word of the Lord is there to the level of what you are asking him to do, then it has to come to pass. Oh, y'all. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I need to come up with a name for the gang. I need to come up with a name for what I'm going to call all of my listeners. Um, tonight, 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 we're going to get into some things. I'm going to get my music and everything started. That was the motherfucking prophetess, Miss Dr. Juanita Bynum. Okay, she's the motherfucking queen. She's the motherfucking goat. Okay, she got them haters, but I ain't seen a bitch like her yet. There's a lot of females out here, a lot of prophets out here trying to measure up to Miss Dr. Juanita Bynum. But if you come from the motherfucking church, then you know, ain't no, ain't nobody, ain't nobody stepping on the level of Dr. Juanita Bynum. Um, she's went through a lot. She's went through a lot. Um, I believe she has her book or whatever. Um, and she talks about, you know, her marriage and how she really had let her, you know, spiritual fame get to her head and everything. But she is a very, very spiritual and powerful woman. Um, when I was going to the church, when I was a heavy, um, Christian, um, I, you know, she, I'm, I ain't gonna say my age, but you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, that's not my, really my time time, you know what I'm saying? So I had to basically catch up to her and watch like her old sermons and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I, what did I, why? I don't even know what made me, I know it was my pastor at the time made me research her, um, and I was watching a lot of a lot of different pastors and apostles on like YouTube and stuff. I was like, you know, always just into spiritual stuff on YouTube. And um I just came across one of her sermons and um an angel appeared in one of her uh sermons and 
I know people are like angel and no. So when you know how, when, um, if anybody really does conjure, really does like really do spiritual work and stuff like that, especially when you are working with, um, smoke divination, I forgot what smoke divination is actually called, but like when you're, you can read smoke, um, yeah, she had like, like an angel appear like that while she was like over her while she was preaching and it was fucking beautiful and it was i think it was like light it was like royal blue it was like i remember it being like royal blue white and i think purple it was like royal blue white and purple and um it was over her and it was just it was nothing wrong with the camera it was nothing and it you know it was a a live it was a live sermon so she's being recorded live it's like you know so it wasn't any type of lights it's just a church you know she just in a church they ain't got no special fucking lights and shit like that so yeah um that woman is very powerful. A lot of these people in church are very, very powerful, very gifted. And some people are really supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? Some supposed to, you know, venture out. But when it's, if it's that, if it's time for them to venture out in this lifetime or in their lifetime, they will venture out and find more. But I believe that she's doing her walk. Like, you know, some people are supposed to be Christians. Not everybody's supposed to be a Christian, but some people are really supposed to be Christian. They know the they are connected to the Holy Spirit. They are connected to holiness, righteousness. They are like literally connected to that, that spiritual energy, that spiritual force, which is the Holy Spirit. Um, they are connected to that. Um, they are connected to the father, son, and the Holy ghost. Like they are connected to that. And if you really do voodoo, that is in voodoo, the father, son, and the Holy ghost, the three points, the Holy Trinities. And, um, so it's not far fetched. Like if you really understand like voodoo and that's why it was so easy for me to shift and understand certain law and who they really are in the Bible and stuff like that, because let me get my music started. Cause I'm already starting. Um, cause you know, you understand the power that's within that book beyond like I don't know. I don't know what hoodoo people do, but um, <laughs> beyond just, you know, the Psalms, I know that they really focus on the Psalms or whatever, but like, no, the whole book, the whole book is really, really um, good. The main parts, you know, you pick and choose, but hold on, let me get this started. Let me pause real quick. Let me get this started. Hold on, y'all. All right, y'all. So I low key forgot what I was saying. <laughs> My bad. But um, yeah, some people are really supposed to be in the church. So tonight's topic. Um, the reason why I chose that excerpt from one of her sermons, one of her legendary ass sermons. Um, hold on. Do y'all like, hold on y'all. Let me fucking fix the shit. I'm trying to figure out what to play. All right, y'all. I think that's better. So the reason why I picked um, that excerpt from Dr. Juanita Bynum is she's talking about kind of starting your mission like starting your mission knowing who you are and being prepared you know some people um are not really ready to start their mission and they're kind of moving too fast 
you know. Um, but I kind of want to tell my story. Well, not kind of. I am. I need to stop saying kind of. Um, I am going to tell my story on what made me come to Vodou. <laughs> What made me come to Vodou and, like, what were the first signs that I had, like, when I started going through my spiritual awakening? Because I really didn't know what the fuck was really going. Like, I knew it, but I didn't know. I was like, am I going crazy? And, um, you know, different people have different, um reactions to going through different experiences and reactions to um going through a spiritual awakening but i'm gonna try to explain it to the best of my ability on the things that i was going through because um i always get asked that i always get asked from other women and people who are either doing the same thing as me or kind of getting trying to find their footing and where they should be they're just like what how did you know that you were going to be this or how did you what made you feel like you want to come to voodoo and first of all me coming to voodoo it was see that's why i had to play that sermon because it was on purpose i mean it was on accident but it was still on purpose it was still god bonnier the ancestors the loa it was still divine for me it was still set out for me was paid for me um like i said in previous podcasts my ancestors made a pact with the loa with my current loa that walk with me um you know, to make room for me, you know what I'm saying? To come and get me, <laughs> you know, basically, um, and come and find me. Don't let me be led astray. Don't let me live a life where I'm just lost and not doing what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing, that I have a mission and they wanted me to complete this mission in this lifetime. So let me think. Okay. So it's 2021 about to be 2022. Chell's about to be 2022. So this started about y'all. I was going through so much and that is one of the key things that you must realize when you are about to go through a spiritual shift or awakening, or you are in that position, like you're, you're moving forward. Um, there's usually pangs, P-A-N-G-S, pangs, 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 pangs. And um, sometimes you'll have like a burst of movement and then there's like a long period of stagnancy, then another burst of movement and then another period of stagnancy. So at this time, I was in a relationship. I was in a relationship for about seven years. Very much narcissism, very much abuse. If y'all listen to my other podcast and you would, uh, other episodes, y'all would have heard a little bit about me talking about that. And I think it was in my sleep deprivation when I was talking about the lack of sleep, sleep dep- deprivation, how that could be uh, accumulated um, or tied into um, abuse. And, um, yeah, I was in this relationship for seven years and, um, you know, all of a sudden, let me tell y'all, I had this dream and this is when everything kind of went downhill. I was living with my um, ex and, um, you know, everything, it wasn't good. I'm not even going to lie, like lie and be like, oh, everything was good. Like, no, it wasn't good. This person was like, it was always some bullshit every week, every other fucking three, three weeks, every two months, whatever. It was always some shit. So, um, finally 
I, I just felt it coming. Like I knew that he wasn't my husband. I knew I was still very much Christian at this time. I knew that he wasn't my husband. I knew that this was not the man that God brung for me. This is not the man that Jesus wanted for me or anything like that. Um, and that I eventually needed to leave, but I was also very scared to leave because like I said, I was in an abusive, toxic, narcissistic, uh, relationship. So, um, there was a lot of mind games, psychological mind games, a lot of threats, a lot of stupid intimidation tactics. And if you know anything about narcissism, narcissism do a lot of manipulation also with their facial expressions and their eyes. And it's not the typical, um, I'm mad at you look or don't fuck with me. Look, it's, it's literally a very demented kind of they're gone in the in their fucking eyes their eyes are dark and they're very much gone and they look very much crazy like they will kill you and knowing that this man was very much trigger happy very much dumb um i just didn't know you know i just didn't really know um at the time i had a situation with him where i had to fight a gun really wrestle him with a gun um he was going to shoot at somebody else and I was literally taking the gun from him, like wrestling. He had a shotgun. It wasn't like no. It wasn't like no pistol. It was like um, it was an actual shotgun where you had to put the bullets in. You know, whatever. It was like a shotgun that you see in those movies, or like hunters or somebody have. So he tried to shoot somebody, um, and I had to wrestle the gun. Luckily, I. Um, I kind of, since he, I don't know, he's so fucking, he he was like muscular, you know, he was muscular, he's this bug, yeah, like, I don't even really want to get into the story, maybe I'll get into it, like, fully one day, I don't know, well, I actually am, because I do have some stuff coming up that I'm not gonna talk about yet, um, because I still have stalkers, but, um, just to summarize it, I basically had to wrestle this gun out of his hand. I knocked the gun and made it point towards the ceiling. So he shot up, you know, instead of shooting straight, he shot up. The gun went up in the air. Um, and that was kind of like my tipping point. You know, this was like two, three in the morning. I had to fucking go to work. And if you know anything about narcissism, they fucking interrupt your sleep. They interrupt your sleep with stupid shit. Um, and that's why I was talking about how important sleep is because they like fuck up your sleep schedule. They fuck, they like to fuck up your, your schedules and shit like that and just have you turn all your attention to them. So I was basically, I basically was throwing, enthralling myself in this relationship, enthralling myself deeper and deeper into his mess. And now that I was living with him and it wasn't just this going back and forth to his house and my, um, my, my mom's house and then his mom's house and all these other, you know, it was us living together. And so there wasn't, I was able to see him day, day, day and night, you know what I'm saying? And it was, it was fuck. It was really, really bad. It was ridiculous. Um, I was working out. I was boxing. I really wanted to be, it was, I was boxing. So I wanted to be a boxer. Like I literally wanted to be a boxer and I wanted to start to amateur, amateur fight. And then once I got boxing down, I wanted to go into MMA fighting. I know that's so crazy. People would be like, damn, you just the way that because i i do i'm interested in stuff that people wouldn't even think i'm interested in like if you see me people be like i wouldn't even think that you would do that or whatever but i was very much into boxing i worked out five days a week 
probably most likely six, about five to six days a week. I had a personal trainer. I said I was going to a person, my personal trainer twice a week. Um, and sometimes even more, I would try to go see him at least three times a week. Like I was just spending bread. Like I just had bread. I had my BMW fucking, you know, just fly. I would just fly, like fly 20, 20 some year old. So, um, you know, and so I was working, I was doing gains as well. Gains is like when you like lifting weights to gain muscle and it's like, you know, I was looking good. I don't know if y'all ever seen like those girls that be like skinny and then they start gaining weight and like three, four months later, like they got this big, like that's how I was. I always had a shape, but I just, everything was accentuated and I was just like, a, I was so, I'd be looking back at the picture like, girl, I was fine as fuck. Anyways, so, this guy, this boy was, I have to just tell y'all, I have to just tell it as much as possible so y'all can get a clear picture. And the thing about it is I'm not ashamed to tell it because I'm eventually tell my story in another way. I'm eventually, I'm going to get my story out there, but it's like. There's always people that are dealing with the same thing as you, and that's that's a part of the mission. And I can't always be worried about motherfuckers judging me because, like Dr. Juanita Bonham said, there's a lot of people who are going to call you crazy. They're going to make fun of you. They're going to talk about you because of your experiences when you share that with them. They want to make that into gossip and talk about you. But to other people that's really about that life really about that spiritual growth and evolvement it's going to heal them because it's like it's gonna it's gonna resonate with them even if they haven't got, gone through something super similar they're gonna understand that type of predicament whether it may not be the boyfriend it may be the daddy it may not be the daddy it may be the auntie it may be your cousin it may be your brother that's got you in that you're so enthralled in that it gets you off your fucking path you feel what i'm saying so this is me not really knowing who the fuck I am I don't know who I am like I thought that I was going to be a minister in church I thought that I was going to be a preacher at church I really did I really thought that I didn't I just thought I was either going to be somebody high in church or I was going to be a boxer and I was going to be a very popular female boxer that's what I thought I was going to be um because I didn't write this down so I don't have any notes y'all know how I, I freestyle and I just go so I'm just I'm just telling the story like I'm talking like if you was to come sit on my stoop on my porch or something we gonna we, we chopping it up so <laughs> I pretty much had it with this motherfucker I had it I had it with him and I really I could not leave and I'm telling you, one night, he was not home. He did not, because a lot of the nights, he, I slept alone. So, he was not home. He was not sleeping with me that night. And I had a dream that in the bathroom sink of that apartment, there was a pile of almonds, roach, roaches, and like it was like black what did it look like like black like engine oil or black car oil or something and um it was sitting in the sink 
and it, oh, and it was like wrapped up in like hair, like um, like it came from the garbage disposal, and it was sitting. It was like a pile of it, like sitting in the sink, and. I was like, what the fuck does that, what does that mean? And it was such a profound dream. It was like, I was a dreamer. Like, I'm I'm one of those people that have messages through their dreams. And that's, I'm telling you, like, even today, I'm, I can, I have, I dream every motherfucking night. I, the low I came to me last night and I will get, I will get anybody's information. If the low I bring it to me, I'm telling you, I motherfucking know. Bitches don't think I know. I be knowing what the fuck be going on in their bedroom chambers. I know when people, what the fuck is going on. If I'm connected to you, if I'm connected to you, I will see what the fuck you're doing. And sometimes it doesn't mean that it's bad, but the low I will just reveal something to me about you. You know what I'm saying? They will just tell me like, oh, this is what this person be doing with this guy this is how the guy really treat her behind closed doors this is what really be happening when they be like they be telling me shit so um this dream mm, 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 really had me fucked up so i remember i was always into dreams because you of course the bible talked about dreams and talk, you know you hear about joseph all the time um and how he was a dreamer and he was a prophet and he was it was it was it joseph or was it daniel uh i'm not sure i'm not sure i'm not really good with the biblical names like that i gotta i got i know the stories but it's hard for me i be getting these uh names mixed up but you know one of god's men they were what am i talking about right now <laughs> they were um giving uh the pharaoh the king the king i think it was king nebuchadnezzar what's the king i don't you know let me shut up because i'm i'm not sh- i don't want to be like just saying shit but it was like he was having dreams and they was like breaking down his dreams that was interpreting the dreams okay so i was very much into dream interpretation and um this dream was talking about how a love relationship was coming to an end so i think i looked up almonds i said what does almonds mean in a dream what does roaches mean in a dream um and i think those were the two main things that i looked up was the roaches and the almonds and i think roaches was talking about like a love affair or something the almonds was saying like a love affair is coming to an end and then the roaches was talking about something like something really really negative like but it was regarding a relationship like an intimate relationship and um and everybody if y'all know auntie flow when y'all look up dream interpretations and y'all come across auntie flow i think i was like looking at her site and i was getting them interpretations from auntie flow on auntieflow.com so i'm like what the fuck and i was worried about that dream and i tried to i'm like no this relationship is not coming to an end i was telling myself like no it's not coming to an end i was like i was worried and i was worried i was worried for a few days and um i think i told my mom about it and um uh, i'm telling you seven days later on the dot I get a call from my ex's friend talking about, oh, so-and-so, you know, we got into a car accident. He pulled out his gun. He started shooting with the whoop-whoop. He was high. He was this and that and all this kind of stuff. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, 
I kind of just lose it. I'm like, that's what this this is what the dream meant. This is what the dream was telling me. It was telling me that this relationship was gonna come to an end and it's here, it's here. Like there's nothing I can do. And I really felt hopeless because I really felt stuck. Like I really revolved my world around this guy. And um you know, I had changed so much, like stop working out, stop eating healthy, stop doing all this stuff. And um, next thing I know, I don't know, it's just, I know I'm kind of everywhere with this, but it was just like going, that's how it was at the time. It was like, I was living day by day and not really taking shit seriously. And I started to kind of think the way, not really think the way he was thinking, but kind of just moved the way he was moving. He he didn't give a fuck about what his day ensued. You know what I'm saying? I was somebody who actually cared about what my day ensued, how I was going to prioritize my time. Um, I was actually in school too. I was at a university. I, I'm telling you, like I stopped everything. Like I just, cause I was just trying to make time to be with this man. And, um, just catch up with him like uh just young dumb shit so this was about three and a half so that happened about three and a half years ago I think it's been about three and a half years so um I yeah after that call they let me know that this nigga's you know in jail he's going to jail with the whoop he shot at somebody um his friends had left him. They started running. I guess he went for his backpack. Out of all stupid things, he stayed for his fucking backpack. I don't know. Some stupid shit. And, um, yeah, summarize the story up. This nigga went to jail. Uh, and then that's when I had to kind of reroute my fucking life. <laughs> like, after that dream, after he went to jail, I had to re- reroute my fucking life. Um... So I had to pack up everything. Um, you know, I live in LA, so everything is high, rent is high, everything is high. I could have do it on my own. And matter of fact, I wasn't gonna do it on my own. Like I had to I made the choice that I wasn't gonna pay that shit. And um <laughs> and um you know, he the deal was that he was gonna do all that shit. He was supposed to handle all of that, not me. And um yeah, so when I'm like noticing, you know, I stayed there for about I think I stayed there for about three months. And I was just kind of using his account money to pay the rent and shit like that and whatever. And I was still going to work and doing my shit. I was still I think I was still in school. I still was in school. And um I think I stopped when he like first went to jail because I was just so overwhelmed that I just I need to, I, I you know just clinging to this man and just being depressed and crying and ah he's in jail woo 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 um just really hoping that he was gonna get out and shit like that so I stayed there for about three months um. I'm not going to go into this whole thing because I, I'm going to do I'm going to present this that part like that specific story again in a different form and tell y'all like the tea about it, like what everything happened. But um, so, yeah, I had to basically move back into my mama house and everything like that. So I moved back in. Um, 
which is no biggie, whatever. I'm still working, still doing whatever, whatever. And um, I don't know. I just got tired. I just got tired of working. I became very, very stressed out at work. Um, very stressed out with his family. Um, very stressed out with my family. And um, I just, I just, I just kind of tapped out. I needed to tap out. And so I started to put like stress reliefs, um, applying for stress for what is that shit called? The not workers comp, but it's like family leave or, you know, when something is going on with you, you, you take like a a certain leave of time. So I started doing that kind of thing. Um, and there's like a certain type of insurance. Like that's why you got to get jobs with like 401ks, pay time off, um, family leave or if you have to take care of a family member or whatever that you still get paid because that's what the fuck I did and I was like off for like three months and while I was doing that I was kind of just getting myself together and trying to find myself um I was I was very very depressed very depressed um yeah so (laughs) um I eventually left that job. I couldn't take that job anymore. I was losing my fucking mind at that job. Um, And I kind of talked about it before in the capitalism kill spirituality, but I was really losing myself at that job. And I could not think. I was just trying to think. I just needed time to fucking think. (sighs) It was just so much drama. So much drama around me. And, um... I really wasn't acting myself. So, you know, I got a therapist and I actually put myself on some medication and um, I didn't like the medication. I didn't like how it was making me feel. I didn't want to be on medication. Um, it was kind of hard for me to be like find a therapist, but I understood that if I didn't find a therapist at that time, that I was literally going to have a mental breakdown. That I would probably be in a psych ward or something like I was really going through a lot that really, really was draining me. And um, I needed to talk to somebody for real, like not talk to my friends, not talk to family members. I needed to talk to somebody that I didn't know. I needed to talk to a professional. Basically, I needed to talk to somebody for real who knew what the fuck that they was what what the fuck to do you know what i'm saying what the fuck to tell me i needed to organize my life i could not organize my life anymore um i did have like a counselor and i love her to death but i needed somebody that was like professional as fuck you know what i'm saying and uh so yeah once i got on that medication uh, I, it took some time to adapt to that shit because I, w- I wouldn't take it consistently. So it would have, it would only work for, I don't know, was it working or not? I don't fucking know. You know, I don't really know if it was working or not. I just, <laughs> I would kind of just be like, I didn't want to take it one, I'll take it like every three or four days, you know, and call it a day. But I was not trying to be seriously on that fucking medication where I just couldn't function without that medication. Like I just did not want it. So, um, and I was on fluoxetine. Okay. And it, 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 it was, it was okay. It was okay. But no, I, I just know, I just, I just, 
what I needed, what I was searching for, which I didn't know at the time, was something more spiritual. I needed a type of spiritual, like, cleansing. Oh, I turned the music off. I needed some type of, like, spiritual cleansing or awakening. Um, something to cleanse my head, like, my third eye, my head. Like, that's what the fuck I was really, like, needing. So, the medication and stuff wasn't really feeding my spirit. I didn't want it because it was not... At the end of the day, the problems were still there. I needed a fucking change. I needed to see something change. You feel what I'm saying? So, this may be parts. I may do a part one and a part two. So, um... Yeah. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. So, okay, okay. So, I know what happened next. So, in this time where I'm not really going to work, not really knowing what the fuck I'm doing. I'm very depressed. I'm I'm at my highest weight. Um but I'm not working out. So the weight that I'm gaining is just sitting on me. It's not really being burnt and it's not like the weight that I'm putting on is no longer like healthy weight that I was putting on to box. You know what I'm saying? And to have weight. This was just like, you know, like fat. But I don't know. My but people looking at me, they be like, damn, you got a nice shape, boo doo boo. Like every like I always got compliments on my shape. And people would still would be able to tell, like, cause I had very good muscle memory that I worked out. Like, so even though I haven't worked out for months, like my body was still like toned as fuck. So but to me, I know, like, knowing me and knowing my habits, I'm like, this is not good, like, the way that I'm eating the shit that I'm doing. I was eating, drink, eating a lot of ice cream, drinking a lot of, I don't know, just, just ridiculous. Um, lots of comfort foods. And so, I started to, I had this girl that I went to um, school with, and back in high school and she started doing readings and you know i never got a reading before you know what there's other shit you know what damn well how should i should i tell that story i low-key want to tell that story maybe in another episode i'm not gonna forget i am gonna tell that story i'm gonna tell it okay but it's another part before i actually left the church like my last time going to church i'm gonna tell y'all like what happened for the last i think that was the last time i went to church or like i think i went to church probably two or three times after that and after that i was done but it was it was still around the same like era when all of this shit was going down i had went to church and i was like looking for something at church but i got i'm gonna just save it i'm gonna save it okay so what was I saying? Um, shit. What, what the hell was I saying? Anyways, so, um, she gave me a reading, you know, and I was just asking, you know, the typical shit, love shit, you know, asking about this and that, stuff that didn't matter. And then she would do her little messages or whatever to me, and she, I would always get like the high priestess. And, she, and all this stuff. And she, she was telling me that I'm going through a spiritual awakening. You're about to go into this shift. Like, you're about to hit this very big transition. It's going to be very, very fast. And you're going to be very, very powerful very, very quickly. And you're going to discover, like, a lot about yourself. 
Um, I still have, if she didn't go back and delete those readings, I still have them in my um, Instagram because she actually used to write the readings. She didn't do it on the phone or whatever. I, I ain't that type of reader. Like if you get a reading from me, we're going to do, get, we can get on video. We can do a face to face. Like we can do it on the phone. Like, you know, but she was one of those readers that I don't know what that is, but like she would write them out to you. So um, she wrote it out to me and she was telling me all these things and I'm listening to her and it just made me more interested. And, um, so I, I started to try to get into like sage and, you know, the typical like witchy wick, wicca shit. And at one point I thought I was a Wiccan. I'm like, I'm not a, I'm not really a witch. I'm a Wiccan and all that kind of stuff. So um (laughs) oh my god the things that you have to just learn and just experience like on your spiritual journey is so funny but um like looking back so um yeah I ended up (laughs) what happened so yeah I started what did I start to do uh I think I'm missing some parts or skipping some parts but I started okay so let me just get to the to the meat of it one of the other signs that I had got was my third eye started to hurt really bad like my forehead I kept having like headaches and I kept having a like a throbbing sensation in my third eye area and I'm like, what is this? And then it kept feeling like really sensitive. Like, you know how when somebody kiss you on your forehead, that like sensitivity, like that little butter, it feels like butterflies in your forehead. Like that's what it, that's what my head was feeling like majority, like all day, like all day, all night, all day, all night. And um, I'm like, what is this? Like, why is my third eye, you know, tingling I guess they call it the tingles so why was it tingling what's going on I also would have this experience where my body would jolt out of the blue like I I just kept jolting and um people people that I've seen like on YouTube or like whatever talking and shit like that they call it like spiritual surges um when I was in the church they called that the quickening of the spirit so in my head I would kept having moments of like quickening of the spirit like where spirit will come and I don't know confirm something um say something or it would just be you know that's how I understood it so it would just be like these, like these quick movements that I would do from my like shoulder, I, like you know, I'll just feel it in my upper body, and I could not control it, and I would, I kept doing it, and I would feel tingling all through my spine, my whole spine, and I would be sitting down, and I would be kind of rocking, not rock. Okay, see, this is why I'm telling you, like this is. <laughs> That's why I had to play that clip in the beginning because people will call you fucking crazy. Now, how many people do you know that's going through like some mental kind of fucking break that be, you know, having those kind of characteristics or those kind of traits, but there's actually something spiritual going on that they're looking for and they're not able to grasp it. You feel what I'm saying? Now, if my ancestors did not make a pact with my motherfucking Loa, who knows how long it would have took me to actually grasp what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing and understand and be led to some people that can fucking help me. That can actually give me some kind of answer. Do you feel what I'm saying? So, 
my back was tingling and I would feel it and I'll kind of you know when somebody tickle your back and you kind of move up and you're like, Ooh, like that um you kind of yeah you kind of push your chest up so I kept doing that and I would have these like tingles in my spine uh my, the middle of my back and my lower back and um you know I feel like I should say what the fuck happened at that church to okay i'm gonna i have to get back to that i'm gonna get back to that if that if if i get through with this and i don't have to do a part two for this conversation then we're gonna then i'm gonna tell you what the fuck happened because i feel like well not feel like i confirmed with my god sister we was doing readings and um we had confirmed that that was the activation like when this certain thing happened that literally activated the shift that I was supposed to go on. It was literally the low eye. So anyways, boom, I'm about to shut up. Um, woo. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I started to have these surges in my back and, um, you know, my third eye and just all over my body. And I had went to this shop and, um, it was this herbal shop in like downtown Long Beach and it was this black lady who owns the shop who now that I'm a voodoo sign I understand she don't really know shit um she's very much a fucking whatever witch or whatever fuck but but she really don't uh, she's a black lady she works with a bunch of white practitioners like yeah I don't know um I don't see no black people in that store or anything nothing of blackness very much Anyway, so, <laughs> um, I went into that shop and I was getting some herbs and stuff like that. And I was talking to her and I said, you know, she was saying that she's a clairvoyant or something. Or she, I don't know what the fuck she was saying. I think she said she has all her clairs or something like that. And, um, now I ain't gonna say that she don't know shit. She do know stuff, but she don't really know what she should know as an African someone of african descent that's what i meant to say like someone of african descent there's way more that you should be connected to and that you should really know about yourself um that i I just really don't think that she has a clue about i just don't um she's definitely not in like anything like she uh, okay anyways so you know, I was talking to her and she was like, um, yeah, you're having surges. You're having like spiritual surges and stuff like that. And <laughs> I sometimes have them today, like to this day. But at that time, it was just it just looked crazy. Like it was noticeable. Like people can notice that my body was jolting and it either looked like I had the chills or something, but you can, people know, like if you were to sit there and look at me or sit there and talk to me, I would probably do it about 10 times in fucking 15, 20 minutes. I'll probably jolt. It, it was that bad. It was, it was that bad. That's how much my body was like activating and like this spiritual fucking awakening was happening i was getting all these downloads and that's what she was saying she was like yeah those surges are spiritual downloads like every time you get a download like your body is like reacting to it like jolting and um i'm like okay so that's another thing you're gonna get some type of spiritual physical manifestation of 
your awakening, something physical on your body that you're going to either be seeing stuff, things are going to be looking different, you're going to be feeling things, and you're going to be becoming more aware. Like, you're not going to be going through your day-to-day acting the same. You're going to be acting very much different. You're going to notice these changes in your, like, in your, in yourself, you know? So, um, let me see, what's this? Okay. When? <laughs> oh, okay, so no, maybe I'll tell that story later. Should I tell the story now? Well, I'm just going to move on. So, yeah, those surges were going on and then I was just like, you know, oh, I know what happened next. I bought me some cards. I bought me some tarot cards. I bought me some cards. That was the next thing I did. Um, I think I got a reading from that girl about five times. And then I got a reading from that white girl at the little, you know, witchy shop. What was that shit called? Bot- Botanica or whatever the fuck. Um, I got a reading from her and she kind of explained everything that was going on. And I said, it's time for me to buy some cards. And she told me, she was like, it's time for you to buy your own cards. And it's time for you to start like reading and start doing, you know, stuff like that's going to open you up more, which it totally, totally did. Like that was like a big step, especially being Christian, coming from a Christian background. It was a big step for me to buy some tarot cards like what the fuck the bible says don't don't consult mediums read tarot readers divinate diviners and soothsayers and you know all that stuff all witches and the like um and i was like oh my god i'm buying some cards um i bought the rider weight tarot that was my first deck rider weight tarot and I picked it up very, very quickly. And I've had, <laughs> I started like having clients within two months of me being a reader. That shit was ridiculous. That shit was crazy. And I was predicting miscarriages and telling them this and that. And motherfuckers was like, oh my God, I never got a reading like this before. And I wasn't even looking at the book. Like, I literally, I studied the book for a little bit just to understand. And I think it was just intuition. It was them surges because I was still having them surges. I was still having them surges. And I was just fucking reading. I don't know what was so, it's some. It's something about the innocence. <laughs> I don't know. It's something about the innocence of just not giving a fuck. Like, I, you, I was very, very childlike. I just just went in and did not give a fuck. I just literally started. I just literally started doing readings for people. And I did not think I was not nervous. I did not think nothing. I just I was like, okay, yeah, this is what spirit is trying to tell you. This is what you need to know. This This is what spirit is trying to tell you. And I just picked it the fuck up. And I don't know. It was just meant not not everybody can say that you know not everybody can pick up cars and get it like that or whatever the fuck you know some people will pick up the cars and they got to put them down you know and they stop then they try again six or seven months later you know um which is take your time everybody 
take your time when you are stepping into that, especially the newbies. Um, if you're not ready for cards, don't get cards. You know what I'm saying? Maybe try something else. Maybe try some dice. Maybe try, um, or you make your own cards, make some, make some flashcards or something, you know, for yourself, make like 20 cards and make some saying, put some sayings on it, um, that you would want to hear some yes, no's, maybe try again. Um, I love you. Have a good day today. Like put something simple like that and, or, and you know, messages like you need to be patient, take a breather, write stuff like that on some cards for yourself. And then, you know, move forward because sometimes you just kind of have to stick your toe in the water. Like that temperance card, you got to stick your little foot in the water and be like, okay, let me see. And then you got, then you're going to duck down. And then you're going to be like the star car. You're going to, you know, take a cup. And you're going to be like, okay, let me, let me see some more. And then you're going to be like, I don't know, who be in the water? Is anybody in the water? In the tarot? I'm trying to think. I mean, shit. You're going to be waiting in the water like the moon card. But, um, are you like the, uh, what's that shit? The judgment card? You're going to be coming out the uh, coffin. Like, bitch, I'm going full the fuck in. I don't give a fuck no more. (laughs) So, all right. That awakening was, my awakening was everything. So, I came across these people on YouTube. Because I was like, you know, I had my cards. I knew. I, I kept getting. Okay, so then I have these oracle cards called Work Your Light. Work Your Light oracle cards. It's like a pink fluorescent um, looking deck, translucent, or whatever the fuck colors. Um, trans, trans, whatever. Like pink, purple, blue, very pastel colors. And I kept getting cards like you're on your mission. Um, you need to find your soul tribe. And, um what's that that ancestor card the ancestors are backing you and stuff like that so um i found these people on youtube it was a man and a woman and i they had like a spiritual community and you know what i was watching this guy the main guy that y'all hear me talking about and it's that spiritual community that y'all be hearing me talk about um (laughs) he was doing these readings and I was like very much trying to figure out how to be a good reader like him because he was a very good detailed reader so um you know I was interested and then I started to hear him talk which kind of turned me off because he was just I don't know I just wasn't really feeling it he kind of looked crazy as well so I was like I don't know but then he had brought this woman on who I was just very intrigued by um so yeah when I saw this man and this woman and this duo and the things that they would talk about they would get on there and have certain topics and um you know, she seemed like she knew what she was talking about. And I originally wanted to be in her mentorship. But the ancestors knew motherfucking better. Um, I went over to the guy, the actual um, CEO or whatever fuck. 
I ended up being in his mentorship and I thought that eventually I could switch over to hers, but that didn't happen. So, um, and you know, all, all divines, all this, I'm on track and I'm, I don't know that I'm on track with what the fuck I'm supposed to do, but I was doing my readings and they were saying, yes, go ahead and move forward with this uh you know this guy like you know that's gonna be your mentor you can go ahead apply and you're gonna get in and I knew I was gonna get in um what did I do I did something because there was like I don't know what the fuck I did to get in but I just knew that I was gonna get in to his mentorship or whatever so I ended up getting into his mentorship and um I was very fucking nervous very much starstruck and shit like what the fuck was I all about like now that I look back at it it's like people are people they are fucking human beings who the fuck cares what they've done how good of a reader they are if they have this many followers none of that shit matters at the same of the day I mean at the end of the day they have the same hours as you they have the same fucking struggles and a lot of them have the you know they have fucking issues a lot of them have really some fucking issues that you really don't even know about you know it's like you see a image or even a facade of them and it's not really them so little did I know (laughs) but anyway so I ended up being with this group I was really in love with the group I did feel like the guy was kind of weird like throughout the whole time I kind of felt like he was weird but I was so so thankful for my ancestors sending me to a group and um just being a part of something I believe that could be really great you know a lot of people past tense believe that this this whole ordeal could have been really really great so um yeah it was it was cool I learned a lot I did I learned I learned a lot and I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about like, you know, certain spiritual things, um, spiritual procedures and like how to take spiritual precaution with things. But I also learned about myself. I learned what I already fucking had. You know what I'm saying? The stuff that I already knew and how special I actually was and um, how much how much this meant to me. You know what I'm saying? I learned a lot about my ancestors and just who the fuck like nobody needs to confirm and validate who the fuck I am I am who I am you know what I'm saying with or without anybody I'm still who the fuck I am you know and um that was uh, me being there was a spiritual lesson because these people end up doing me dirty at the end you know what i'm saying and that's fine and dandy because they're still low ball you know what i'm saying and i'm good you know what i'm saying i'm good and i'm still a topic of conversation over there and it's been a year you know what i'm saying so that tells you who like you know what i'm saying like when you have stuff like that and it's like people come and go people come and go but when you're still the topic of conversation a year later and people are the ceo is still sending you text messages and shit like that you know what i'm saying like harassing you and shit like that that's when you know like that you made a fucking impact because it's like what so when you are going through spirits a lot of people are going to 
they don't really understand who you are. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and you don't really understand who you are. And it's not for, it's not for everybody to understand because like Dr. Juanita Bynum said, your identity is supposed to be concealed. Even now with this podcast, my identity is still concealed. Do you feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm still concealed. I am not everything that I'm supposed to be. A lot of motherfuckers want to laugh. But that's only fucking temporary. But when you see, there's always people that are going to relate to you. No matter who don't fuck with you, who want to talk shit about you, there's going to be a crowd, a audience. Everybody has an audience. Everybody has an audience. Do you know how many 69 got an audience? Whether it's good or bad, you feel what I'm saying? My point is everybody has people that fucking backs them, that supports them. Sweetie got a fucking audience. Like, I, Sweetie got a, a, a huge ass fan. I don't know what these people see in Sweetie, but the fact that it does not matter what the fuck that you're into or how you want to express yourself express yourself because there's always going to be somebody that fucking gets you you know what i'm saying that's trying to be on the same level as you that's trying to find a community like you like what you're providing you know what i'm saying they want to find people like you and so i had to really learn that about myself like it does not fucking matter where i go i am who i am you know what I'm saying? I'm very fucking blessed. I'm very highly favored. And I'm very fucking gifted. When you talk to me, you get wisdom. When you talk to me, you get changed. You get enlightened. You you perceive things and look at the and look at your reality in a different way. I I make you question things. I trigger shit in your spirit when you talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Ever since I was a little girl, everybody thought I was so. I, oh, you're so mature. I had grown women talking to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, even now, my friends are older than me. My friends are in their 30s and 40s. Like, I'm not lying. My friends are in their 30s and 40s. You know what I'm saying? And I never understood why I couldn't have friends. Like, I never really got along with the crowd. Um, I never got along with the crowd. I could never fit in. You know, I would just be, I would just be there, but I couldn't really fucking fit in. But even my friends knew that I was special. You know what I'm saying? They knew that I was different. I was, I was L'Oreal. You know what I'm saying? And I was still loved or whatever, you know, but nobody really fucked with me or nothing like that because everybody could still see that I was still special. But some people, you, even if you get fucked with, like, I'm not saying I ain't never been fucked with, like, you know, I've had to fight and had to do stuff as, you know, I've been made fun of and picked on and shit like that. Um, more of my abuse came from inside the home than outside of the home. I'll tell you that. But there's always, you always going to find your light. Don't let people think, I mean, don't, don't, don't let people make you think that you're going to always be alone in your journey and that no, there's never going to be anybody to relate to you. You know, there's certain, okay. I, one of the, um, one of the issues that I had with my spiritual journey is because I felt that I was even now, I still be feeling like I'm way more aware than other people. Even other people that are voodoo saints like me that I talk to, they are—they're not on my level. 
they be asking me how how do i know the stuff that i know and i and they swear that my godfather is telling me this shit he is not i do not i talk to my god i do talk to my godfather on a regular basis but i don't be talking to him about everything that i be telling people you know what i'm saying this shit come from me like it's not and then people think that it's so absurd to them the information how i got the information and how it makes so much fucking sense you know what I'm saying? They really just be thinking I have this special relationship with my godfather. Like, he just be telling me all this shit. And they be getting jealous of this imaginary relationship with my godfather when it's really me, bitch. I'm just really that spiritually intellectual. Like, I really understand spirit. I understand sex. I understand a lot of shit. I don't fully understand the law. Why? Because I'm still hoosy. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still, I'm still the shit. Not everybody is having dreams with the loa like me. I have to watch how I tell people shit. You know what I'm saying? I have dreams with the loa damn near every motherfucking night. I am not bullshitting. I'm not fucking... It be loa that I never heard of. And I tell my... He be like, this is woo woo Oh, he said, you're very special to have that loa come and visit you. Because that loa only stays in Haiti. You know? Baby, there's shit that I gotta go. There's a low eye that's tra- there's a motherfucking there's a low eye trying to work with me right the fuck now that I gotta go to Haiti for. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like <laughs> there's a lot of people they're not getting these fucking downloads like me and they don't understand why I am so special. You got to know who the fuck you are and and just okay there's another thing shut the fuck up telling people who you are you don't gotta tell them like dr wahanita bynum says you're not supposed to you're not supposed to because when you tell them they're not gonna believe you they're not gonna believe you they're gonna think it's because you doing this oh she must be doing that oh she gotta be doing this to get that oh how why is it her blah 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 this bitch is dumb this bitch is whatever whatever it doesn't matter what the fuck you think, bitch. The reason why you're not getting the same access to, as me is because of your ignorancy. I'm open to spirit. The low I love me because I'm so open. That's every time I go to Haiti, when they talk to me, they love me because I'm so fucking open. I don't have a bias or judgment about. And I'm like, sometimes when people are talking to me, I'll be like, the reason why you can't do it is because you have this, you not open. Even if the low I tell you something, you still going to do what the fuck you want to do. I'm not that. You know what I'm saying? I could take whatever that's being told to me or shared with me and I can open my mind to it and make myself, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and find an understanding within it. You understand? Not a lot of people can do that. And that's something that sounds so fucking simple, but you won't understand how much common sense is not fucking common, especially in spirituality. Especially in Haitian Vodou, there's a lot of dumb motherfuckers out here that think that they think that they have grasped this concept and they have not grasped anything. They think that they know about zombies and fucking they think that that's Vodou and that's just like what it is. That's not what the f- do you know what it takes to make a zo- like a zombie. Or whatever, like that's not that's the last thing you you gonna really hear a voodoo sign talking about. That's that boko shit. Boko, boko. 
that's that bullshit. That's that fucking bullshit right there. You're not going to really hear us talking about shit. Like, we do real fucking work with the loa. We don't need a zombie. Like, the zo- Like you don't need a zombie. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know uh, the simplest shit. So, and some people be like, they don't understand because I'm not mambo. And it's like, for me to be a hunsi and to be experiencing the stuff that I experience on like a fucking nightly basis, I can, I swear to God, I was in like Ghana. The like two nights ago, I was in Ghana. My spoon, I went to Ghana. <laughs> One of the low took me to Guinea. And she took me there to meditate. We went over there to meditate. And you know, the grass looked like um, you know when what's that shit called? You know that movie Signs and when the aliens came down, when a, a UFO would come down and it would leave those like uh, signs, well shit, signs <laughs> leave them signs in the grass. It would leave those imprints on the grass or whatever. That's what the fuck the uh, hills and stuff was looking like. There were like patches of land that looked like that. That had like those type of symbols on the grass. And I was going there to meditate. With a loa. Baby, let me tell you something. A lot of this shit that you see. <laughs> it's real. It's a or it's a very much. <laughs> a, <laughs> there is a origin for it. It comes from somewhere. It's not made up. Mm. so um i probably gonna make this yeah because this yeah i'm gonna be going i'm gonna have to end this real song so i'm gonna have to do a part two but i just want to let y'all know that y'all don't have to tell nobody and prove nothing to anybody just be who you are your spiritual Have faith in your path. Have faith in where you're going. um, And know that there's going to be an end to where you're going to go. And exactly what um, Juanita was saying, um, Miss Bynum was saying, saying, is like something I even now I keep in my head that there's going to be an end. I'm always trying to get to that next goal because I know that it's coming. I'm just going to get to that end. There's a lot of things, a lot of trials that I go through. And I know that there's going to be an end to it. Even like I have a cycle that just ended. But then there's like this other part that I'm just trying to. I'm supposed to. I'm in a good space. But it's like I I really need these things to happen when it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And so you. So, let your ancestors do their work. You do your part with your ancestors. You speak to them. You give them light. You give them thirst. You give you quench their thirst. You feed them. Okay. Um you pray to them. Pray every night. A lot of spiritual people don't pray. They only pray when they're like uh like asking for something or they're praying for um Pray, you have to pray like you have to pray daily like never cease praying you have to pray pray about everything pray pray and ask and talk every time you are talking in the air you are talking to spirit
So you have to be... <sighs> you have to be patient. It's not going to always be how it is at this moment if you're going through a struggle. You're not always going to be lost in the sauce. Um, I know that we want to be quick in our learning and catch up and we feel like we're so behind and we look at our age. Listen, spirit don't look at age like that. They don't even look at the time like that. That shit is made the fuck up. They look at stuff like your health. When spirit come and talk, they don't be like, you're in old age or you're getting old. They be like, They're, you're in good health. <laughs> they say you're in good health. That's what they look at. They're looking at your health. Um. So don't worry. Don't make, don't make yourself believe that you are failing behind and that you need to hurry up. You are at the pace that you need to be. What can either hinder you or set you back? Oh, okay. Hold on. What can hinder you or set you back is if you stay, if you get off track. There are people that I know. I'm telling you, you can, you can alter your destiny. You can alter your motherfucking destiny. Timing is very, very. <laughs> timing is very, very important in spirituality, and you gonna have to learn, especially if you in Haitian Voodoo. If you are doing shit at the wrong time, you gonna feel that shit. I'm telling you, and this is not from a personal experience. This is from me looking from the outside, outside looking in. You will see, you will feel. <laughs> and you will know when you are out of alignment with the loa and you're you have done shit and now you have to face those repercussions you know what i'm saying yo it's not a game people come in this shit like who, people who are really like you're not just uh, anyways you're not just playing initiated you're not just playing like you're this and that and you don't really have no power like people who are really like and you're making strides like you're doing the motherfucking work. You understand that there is levels to this shit. And there is a motherfucking process, an answering process. Loa that you have to answer to. Loa that only do this and that. Loa that are not going to speak to you on this day. You know, there's certain things that are just laid out and it's been laid out for fucking millenniums it's been laid out for centuries and you coming in as a new voodoo sign whatever whatever you are not going to change the way these things are because you want something this is not see hollywood got people fucked up hollywood have people thinking that this is a fucking cinderella story that this is what is that um this is some type of Alice in Wonderland kind of boot, like game as Alice in Wonderland through the looking glass or some shit. Like, I don't know. Like, this is some type of Game of Thrones. Like, I don't know what the fuck these hoes really think 
this shit is this is not american horror story bitch you will fuck yourself up i'm telling you doing stuff out of order you will alter your motherfucking reality if you if you're if the law i tell you and and and, and y'all know y'all know if y'all some real voodoo signs the law i will tell you something we're about to bring you this or we're about to do this for you but if you try to and if they tell you to wait and you don't wait and you rush it because they'll let you do it the listen the loa do not have fucking emotions they are not human beings they will be like okay you gonna do it okay we said wait you know what i'm saying we told you to wait especially if you fucking with the gay day the gay day will fucking listen if you talking to the gay day if you talking to the gay day, <laughs> and the gay they tell you that they would listen, they will come down and be like, hey, hey, well, you know, we got this going for you. We we want to set you up with this. We got this going, blah, 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 blah. You know, this will be good for you, blah, 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 blah. And you say, okay. And then all of a sudden, you come home or whatever, and then you just want to, oh, I want it right now. Nah, I'm not going to wait. Why can't I just do it now? Um, you will fuck yourself up. And they'll let you do it. The thing, the low out is going to, this is not Jesus Christ. He's not going to, hold on my child. No one's coming to say, hold on my child. Do not do this. For if you do this, you will have to repent. There's no repenting here, baby. There's no repenting here. You just gonna have to now your shit. Oh, they said, okay, well, we told you to do it. You you did it like this, so now we gotta push this back. Now you have to do this, 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 and this in order for you to get this thing that was already gonna be brought to you in this certain way. But you wanted to have your own will. See, that y'all, a lot of these and see, hmm, that's a lot I wanna say. Church is very, very foundational in putting you in this in, in in learning how to sit back and and let god do what he do or sit back and let the ancestors do what they do or sit back and let the angels do what they do they they teach you dis, like spiritual discipline if you are serious and you are understanding the words you know what i'm saying and you're getting the word you're taking the word you're meditating on the word you understand spiritual discipline and timing you know what i'm saying and how to move spiritually and how to wait on god same thing listen that is christianity and the and the black church is a precursor for uh hey if you come into hatred that is like a precursor for that shit because if you if you take the foundations of that and kind of bring it up it's not the same i'm not saying it's the same but i'm talking about just the way you have to be spiritually disciplined and willing to fucking listen this is not your will be done bitch not over here not over here and um y'all gotta grow up it's a lot of people gotta grow up and it be it's a lot of people that gotta grow up because you will i i cannot stop reiterating this you will fuck i'm telling you i'm watching shit happen for other people like i'm watching shit happen like i've seen it happen where somebody fucked that shit up and even if you're trying to be conniving in haitian voodoo there's people that are off their path now like they're not 
they're not seen, they're not heard, like no one, you know what I'm saying? Because they want to have a malicious intent and stuff like that against people that are really like supposed to be here. Like the low off really fuck with them. Some people, the low off will fuck with you and you're, you're like, you're welcome into this shit. But some people are actually supposed to be something in Haitian voodoo or they're actually supposed to have like this and that. You know what I'm saying? Or they're more spiritually powerful. People don't understand. Like, not everybody has the same fucking power in this shit. Just like, you know, in church or whatever. Like, not everybody's supposed to be a pastor or whatever. Like, some people are supposed to lead the way. Some people are just supposed to follow and take orders. Some people are just supposed to, like, be the, like, you know. Everybody has their part and not, and everybody trying to take they everybody trying to have the same part. That's the issue. And you know, that's not your part. That's not your role. And that's what's getting people fucked up. But listen, don't have your will overtake spirit. You are not over spirit. Spirit has the last say. Spirit has the last motherfucking say. Do you get what I'm saying? A lot of people will listen and they will act like they know. And your pride will get you fucked up thinking that you know something and then you still want to do something else. And you will get signs and they will send you signals to, hey, maybe you need to rethink this. Hey, isn't this becoming too hard for you? Because if it's really supposed to happen for you, it will happen the way it's just, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Pay attention to timing. If you know, sometimes you have to understand, okay, how can I put this? Cause I know that I'm kind of, there's like a vision. I'm seeing like a train in my head. Um, okay. Sometimes you have to recognize when you're going through a spiritual trial, something that's like really just out of your control, that the that spirit is taking you through to make you stronger, to um, enlighten you, to help you, to provide a blessing for you um, within that trial. Okay. There, you're going to reap a blessing at the end of the trial. There is something. There is a goal at the end. But they're taking you through it because there's supposed to be some positive spiritual lesson that you can't really see. You you are not supposed to really know where you're going through that spiritual lesson, through that trial. You're supposed to just let it happen. Let it ride. There's nothing that you can do. It's out of your control. That is a trial. Some people will have things come up and put a wall for them and then they keep trying other fucking ways to get the same thing when the wall is just telling you to wait it's not your time but you are trying to do it on your own time and you're you're pushing the walls down too far you're breaking the walls when all you had to do instead of breaking this wall down you had to just walk to the end of this wall and there's a door at the end 
You know what I'm saying? There's a door at the end with like this key or whatever. And you just got to do this and that and get the key. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's your will. You wanted to break down the fucking wall when you didn't really have to. All you had to do was wait a little bit. Look at, at, assess the situation. Go through it. Ask yourself, why is this happening? Blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, you, you will be led to that door. If you follow the signs, if you look up, you'll see the arrows, the green arrows telling you that the exit is this way but no you so stuck on trying to fucking just get on the other side of the wall and see what's over there so desperately that you bust the wall down and now you got this big ass hole that now you have to pay for repairs now you gotta they file a police report on your ass now you gotta do this you know what i'm saying it's like the loa will come after you it's not a motherfucking game I'm trying to tell you. It's not a game. The Loa will come after you. They will let you know when you fucked up. And um, you will feel it in your daily life. And I think that that shit is horrible. I think that that shit is like the worst. Like, not saying that I won't ever have a problem with the Loa. I just don't want to have no stupid, like, problems that's like dumb. You know, I don't want to have no, because I was just being fucking ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Let me have an issue. Like, I just made some type of some other kind of mistake. like you know what i'm saying like i don't want to go through no fucking lesson like some of these people out here that are just doing stuff out of not wanting to pay attention you know not wanting to listen not wanting to sit their ass down not wanting to be patient um that will very much fuck your ass up so i'm gonna go ahead and end this because this is very very long and um just be careful out there when you're y'all are playing with these spirits um asking them to do stuff for you and it's not justified you never know who the fuck you fucking with just like i was saying um they're just like i was saying my i have a pact in my family and my bloodline okay and I don't believe that I can be hit. Like, I don't know. I just, you're going to have, it's going to have to take somebody. I don't know. Like, I don't know. So <laughs> anyways, um, let me do this reading for y'all real quick and see what messages that the, um, that the ancestors in the low I have for y'all. we're gonna do a part two to this conversation about spiritual awakening and like signs um i am going to have um maybe more of a structured conversation the next one i just wanted to tell a little bit of my story um i kind of from doing this i kind of know where how i want to do the next one i am going to tell the story um of my activation of like when it actually started i just want to kind of get out the basics of just going through pain coming out of pain knowing that when things are hard it's not gonna always be like that you know what i'm saying when you are chosen when you, you are going through stuff it's not gonna always be like that it's basically to shape and to mold you um you can't just get blessings 
out the back like that because then you're not going to know what to do with them you know you're going to be acting like all these other people that fail their mission you don't want to fail your mission because that's bad for you and that's bad for your bloodline and then you're going to have to come back and do it all over again you know you want to be able to complete your mission and not fuck it up because who knows in your past life you could have fucked it up and they don't want you to do it again they don't want you to do it again so what messages do you have for the collective everybody under the sound of my voice what messages do you have for them do not play with the low wide and this is how i know a lot of people are not working with the low wide because i'm telling you if you are not fucking worshiping the loa correctly, the loa will be at your fucking front door. I'm telling you. You're going to remember. They're going to take you on a fucking voyage. They're going to take you on a dream. You're going to see them. You're going to see. They are going to make themselves known to you. And they're going to tell you what the fuck your, their problem with you is. And what the fuck is going to happen if you don't solve it. You better get yourself to a motherfucker sangue. If a fucking loa comes to you, a lot of these people are claiming that they're working with a loa and they're not working with no motherfucking body, but a fucking spirit that is claiming to be a certain loa that has its characteristics or that wants to be, you know, powered up. It's probably like a powered um, spirit or whatever the fuck. Like that's that that uh, spirit has a lot of energy, but it's not a fucking loa. You cannot call. You cannot light a candle. And just be like, low I come. You have to be a fucking... You have to be initiated to do shit like that. And even with that, you have to have passwords. There are literal words that you have to say that is privy to call on... That is specific to that fucking low You just like putting... Drawing a veve and lighting a candle and putting some motherfucking seesaw around your goddamn self and all this other kind of shit is not calling the fucking loa. You are not working with the loa. I don't care what the fuck anybody has told your ass in the past. That is not the motherfucking loa. All right, what messages do you have for the collectors under the sound of my voice right now? So the first card I get is give yourself credit. Notice how you explain the things that go well in your life today. Do you give yourself credit for the role you played? Or are you quick to chalk it up to luck or other external forces? Practice recognizing the responsibility you have in your successes. (sighs) Didn't we talk about that? Don't worry about where you are right now. Don't worry about it. You are not behind. You are who the fuck you are and you are where the fuck you are. Even if you did have a mishap with spirit, you, the fact that you recognize it and got yourself together, that's what the fuck matters at this moment. Now moving forward, do the right thing. Embrace uncertainty. It's uncomfortable not to know in advance how our lives will go. Will I stay healthy 
Will I succeed? Will people love me? Or on a smaller scale, will I find a parking space? Will I be late? Yet trying to figure out how things will go often leads to worry and anxiety. Treat today as an opportunity to be open to, even embrace the fundamental uncertainty woven into our experience. Mm. You don't know everything that's on the other side. And that's the point. A lot of these, a lot of these things are to teach you. And you're not supposed to have gone through it before. Batch actions. Notice any opportunities to reduce your overall workload by doing bigger batches of repetitive tasks at home or at work. For example, cut up vegetables at the beginning of the week that you use over the next few days, rather than cutting a small amount of vegetables every day. Reinvest the time you save into your important relationships. So some of y'all got to get organized and prioritize what you want to do. Some of y'all are thinking about how you guys, you guys have been lacking on your spirituality and on, on your spiritual journey. It's time to get back on your path. It's time to get back on your path and, and get to action. They're saying do a lot of things at once. Sometimes you got to juggle. Sometimes you have to juggle, baby, because that's what I'm doing a lot. I'm doing a lot. I'm doing a lot right now. Like I'm doing a lot and I'm trying to do a lot. And it's like, I'm about to put more on my plate because I need to do it. Or how else are things going to change? How else am I going to reach my goals? We're going into 2022. What are you about to reinvest into yourself? What are you about to change? Or what are you about to add on? It's time to get reorganized and prioritize what you're trying to do. So you can get the outcome that you are looking for. You missed the mark in 2021. Now you got another chance. 2022 is a fresh, clean slate. What the fuck are you about to do? That's it, y'all. I'm gonna lay my ass down. Um, child, if you in LA, get your ass a motherfucking fast track so you can get on that freeway and zoom, zoom, and pass them hoes that's sitting in that traffic. Girl, bye. I be in downtown LA and motherfucking back home within 10 motherfucking minutes. I promise you, I'll be back in 10 motherfucking minutes. Like, <laughs> girl, please. Okay, so yeah, we're gonna end it here. Um, we're gonna get into some more stuff. Like, I gotta build my episodes up, and then we're gonna get into other topics, get into other things. But next episode, we're gonna get it's gonna be a part two to my spiritual awakening, and we're gonna get into some more deeper things. And um, I I'm gonna organize this one. I'm actually write some shit. I'm going to write some shit down and then we're going to plan it. And so I'm going to actually wait a few days. I'm not going to post this because I'm going to post that part one and that part two back to back. So, yeah, be looking out for that. I love every single one of y'all. All my new babies. All my new babies. I, I think I have like this anchor thing where you can um 
like leave me a voice message or something so i'm gonna figure out how to set that up so y'all can start talking to me because i want to be interactive and that will actually help if y'all have like a specific thing that y'all want to respond to and ask more about y'all will be able to do that y'all can also email me at the gifted.odon at gmail.com um but i also want to do the voice thing because i kind of have trust issues because i literally have stalkers that harass me like text my phone like my personal number and be like sending me links and all kinds of stupid shit like that um so this is what we going to um we going to tune the fuck out i love y'all meditate before you go to sleep give yourself about 10 minutes we oh we're gonna talk about that too but um meditate before you go to sleep love you the spirit looking at me through this fucking door stop playing with me <laughs> wait i got one more message for y'all you know what because i haven't been on here i got one more message let me pull these oracle cards real quick hold on what message you got for the collective tell me what the fuck going on why you showing up What's up? What you got to talk about? What the fuck you looking at me for? What's up? What do you want to talk about to the collective? <laughs> they said I'm a sweetheart. I got a card for sweetheart. They like, you so... Oh, the card for priest. Messenger. Oh. Okay, so they're saying, they're saying, this, they're saying don't, okay, so don't have imposter syndrome. Don't be feeling like you're not who you're supposed to be. That's the message. A lot of y'all are supposed to be priests. A lot of y'all are supposed to reach the collective. Do something, you know what I'm saying? And reach out. They're also talking about when you're out in the street. Some of y'all are very helpful. The spirits notice that. Continue to be helpful. Continue to lend a hand to other people in need. If somebody needs a ride down the street, if you if, you, if somebody if there's a a woman and a child sitting in the rain, and you and you and you see them sitting in the rain, and they're just going to the train station or whatever, give them a fucking ride to the train station. Be a good Samaritan. You know what I'm saying? That's that's priesthood. There's different forms of priesthood. And that's what you un- got to understand. Be kinder to yourself and be sweet to other people. And it's going to come back to you tenfold. Always understand that. Realize that. You don't want to be like these old bitter ass bitches out here trying to get on. And they never going nowhere. What else messages do you have for them? My throat is tired. <laughs> Why are you fucking looking at me and shit trying to tell me some messages? 
Some of y'all need to protect, do protection work. Some of y'all are mothers. Y'all need to do protection work for your house, like your house, your children, the new mothers that are listening. Y'all got to do protection work. Yeah, some of y'all got to go to the graveyard. Some of y'all got to um, get some of your ancestors' grave dirt. Start protecting your home. Y'all gonna have to message me. I don't want to give my shit out like that. Y'all gonna have to message me for something. Like, do a voice message so I can give you something. Whoever this is, there's like, y'all need to do some protection. This is this person is married, though. Like, married, you have a child. You may have two kids. Um, You need to do some stuff. You may, you may have issues with money, but that's okay. I'm gonna give you this game for free. So, you need to contact me. Um... But yeah, they're saying like be be good people. You know what I'm saying? Be good people. Some of y'all need to be protected. Y'all need more protection around you. One of y'all got a stalker or something. Oh. You know what? Or got like an ex that be like trying to do stuff. Um, you gonna be good though. But if you're really serious about that shit, you can definitely get that protection. Hit me up. All right, we good. Even-